Dynasty Football Factory and the Dynasty Football Network. That's James the Brain. Travis, what are you eating over there, man? That's Travis the Beard. Dark chocolate, sea salt, caramel pretzel treats. I'm John, zero QB, zero RB, zero WR, zero TE, Hogue. And this is Superflex. Picking up where we left off from the uh, Superflex mock draft from the other day. James, where are we at on this thing? Yeah, man. So if you, listeners, listen, if you didn't check out the episode that dropped Wednesday, go check it out. We go through our first three rounds of this Superflex mock draft that we are doing. Uh, it's a 12-team Superflex mock draft. Uh, we go over every pick in detail in the first three rounds. Um, today, we're going to be kind of going over our rosters, um, kind of look at how we built our rosters, kind of the strategy behind them, and uh, and kind of what went into the decisions that we made. So that's what we're going to be doing today, and we're going to be kicking it off with Travis. All right. Yeah. So I went um, Hopkins, obviously, uh, with this team, and that kind of Believe it or not, the first pick kind of made a big difference in in the strategy this team ended up um, employing. So I'll just run through it real quick. I went Hopkins, Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey in the fourth. Then I went Travis Kelsey. And so by this time, I had already established, okay, this is going to be my kind of balanced team approach. I'm going to try to get solid players from every position um, and not really load up on any load up on any one position. Um, so I went Kelsey in the fifth, Eli Manning, Sam Darnold as my QB two and three, uh, which I'll talk about in a second. Marvin Jones, Carryon Johnson, Devontae Parker, Cortland Sutton, Latavius Murray, Julian Edelman, Traquan Smith, Eric Ebron, and Ito Smith. Um, so I have in the notes here. I hate this team, dude. <laughs> I, I don't like it at all. Um, I, I had, man, I don't like, so just trying to get, this is, I think, the mistake a lot of beginner teams, beginner fantasy players make in general, even in redraft, right? Like, you try to fill your starting roster before, like, building up depth at any one position. So a lot of people see, like, oh, I need to start two running backs, two receivers, and a tight end, so they draft them in that order, and that is really not the way to do it. And I just, I feel like that's kind of, I wasn't trying to do that, but that's kind of the way it worked out. I went uh, wide receiver, quarterback, running back, running back, tight end, and then by the time I got Kelsey, I felt like I was scrambling for quarterback in round six with Eli Manning, and at the turn I pit, I went Eli, and then I went Sam Darnold, and I hate my quarterbacks. Um, I waited way too long. I should have gone quarterback in round five instead of Travis Kelsey. Uh, my my wide receiver two is Marvin Jones. My wide receiver three is Devontae Parker. I don't even know if Devontae Parker is going to be startable. My wide receiver four is Cortland Sutton. He's not going to be startable uh, pending you know injury. Um, I did get Julian Edelman in 13th, which I like a lot. Um, and I got some other running back depth pieces, but man, I do, I really don't like this team at all. I think like this is a team, if you drafted it right now, you might be in rebuild mode by the time September comes around even. Like I, I really, really do not like the way this team ended up. So I think that if I could go back and change it, um, I wouldn't focus so much on getting a key, you know, top guy at every position. I think I'd kind of load up at the premiums and, and uh, the scarce positions more than I did. 
Yeah, fair enough. That's an interesting evaluation of that team. Again, I really liked some of your top picks, but I think you're right. I think um, depth is something that that would be a concern with that team. Um, so I'm gonna, I'll go to my team, uh, my my team here, uh, my team one. Um, and uh, my, well, I, I tell you what, I'm gonna run down my roster. My quarterbacks look like this: Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff, Patrick Mahomes, and Jacoby Brissett. Uh, my running backs are Jarek McKinnon, Tevin Coleman, Dion Lewis, Doug Martin, and Peyton Barber. My receivers are A.J. Green, Sammy Watkins, Randall Cobb, Devin Funches, Martavius Bryant, and Dante Pettis. And uh, my tight end is Evan Ingram. Uh, basically, the, the way I, I kind of built this team after going back-to-back quarterbacks was I was going to wait on running backs, and I didn't take my first running back until the eighth round. That was Jarek McKinnon. Um, looking at the running backs, I don't I don't hate it. I, I obviously don't love it. I mean, I have Jarek McKinnon, Tevin Coleman, Dion Lewis, Doug Martin, and Peyton Barber again, um, and that, that's that's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that, but I don't I don't love that position. I feel like um, instead of going for you know to this extreme and waiting till the eighth round, I could have waited on a tight end and maybe grabbed a running back in the sixth, and this team probably would have been a, I'd have been a lot happier with this team. Um, I like the quarterback depth. Obviously, two young uh, quarterbacks in Jared Goff and Patrick Mahomes to pair with uh, Aaron Rodgers, a safe option there. Um, the receivers are okay. I like getting A.J. Green, Sammy Watkins, and Randall Cobb. I'm a little on the fence about. Um, I don't I don't mind where I got Randall Cobb in the seventh. Sammy Watkins in the fifth is, is a little bit... Um, I, I don't know that I love that. So, I mean, the overall team build I think is okay. Um, I don't love it for sure, and I don't hate it. I think it's... This is probably a borderline playoff team in most leagues, in my opinion, probably just on the outside looking in with the way these running backs are. Uh, I don't know about that, man. I think that the running backs are fine. I think the bigger issue might be wide receiver, but I I think that that's a solid playoff team, personally. And I think it starts with, you know, Rodgers, Goff, and Mahomes on bye weeks. So I, I, I like that team, personally. I love the I love the quarterbacks. Oh, okay. I mean, obviously, you went three quarterbacks in the first four rounds. That's going to be a strong suit. But man, that's a nice core to build around mm-hmm. in Superflex. Yep. Um, would you have felt differently about this team if you would have went um, any of these other receivers over AJ Green, like Allen Robinson, uh, Brandon Cooks, or Amari Cooper? I know you made that decision, but looking back at it now, if you had a younger wide receiver there, would you feel better about it? You know, maybe a little bit. You know what? I'll be honest with you. Uh, The A.J. Green part of it doesn't bother me as much as the Sammy Watkins part of it. And uh, and we'll kind of get, you know, there's some some teams that that picked after me that took receivers that now that I look at it, I probably would have rather had those receivers. Um, Just higher floor guys, guys that I would have felt a whole lot better with on this team. Um, To me, Sammy Watkins, I mean, he's on a new team. I'm not sure what his role is going to be. To me, there's a lot of risk there. And then, you know, kind of the same with Randall Cobb. I don't really know what to expect out of him. He's in a contract year, and it's I don't know that Green Bay has a lot of elite options outside of Devontae Adams, so I think he gets a crack. But, I mean, long term, I don't know what he is. So I, I think those two picks, really, Watkins, even Evan Ingram and Randall Cobb are the picks that I think the middle of this draft is really where I don't feel so comfortable with this team. But Interesting. Fair enough. The, we'll get to the Randall Cobb pick here in a minute. All right, my turn. My uh, my first team, and actually this is going to be my favorite team. I feel like this came out very balanced. It started uh, with Carson. Spoiler alert. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so it started off with Carson Wentz, and like I said, I, I felt like that just kind of set the tone for this entire draft, just to to have that type of stability at the quarterback one position. So and then uh, so my quarterbacks Carson Wentz, Jimmy Garoppolo, Nick Foles, and to be totally honest, quarterback is actually kind of the weakness of this team, I think, um, because you know I'm I'm relying on Carson Wentz to come out healthy. I'm relying on Jimmy Garoppolo to continue to build on what he did in 2017, and I'm really kind of banking on Nick Foles to end up on a different team. Um, to where, you know, I'm not just handcuffing my quarterback one, but I'm actually getting a guy who's going to start somewhere, uh, it, you know, f- at least for bye weeks. Um, otherwise, I'm going to have to look for a trade at some point uh, just to make sure that I can get at least one, if not two, quarterbacks in my lineup every single week. The wide receivers, Devontae Adams, Doug Baldwin, Larry Fitzgerald, Des Bryant, Michael Crabtree, and Tyler Lockett. And I love that group in a PPR. I think that there are a ton of catches to be had. I think there are plenty of touchdowns to be had there. I think I got the... the depending on where Des Bryant lands, I just got the number one wide receiver on five teams, five different teams. So, and then the running backs, Darius Geis, Derek Henry, Mark Ingram, Devontae Booker, Samaj P. Ryan is the handcuff to Darius Geis, and then John Kelly, who I just have, kind of have a feeling um, he's he could end up with a role. Um, I, I mean, it's total, total speculation. I mean, there's no way to predict injury, but I have a feeling that Todd Gurley, it, the, the usage is going to catch up to him a little bit. And then Jimmy Graham is a tight end, and uh, I think that there are a lot of touchdowns to be had there. Especially you put him, you stack him and Devonte Adams, and uh, you you basically have all the receiving touchdowns in Green Bay. So, um, like I said, I, I really like this team. I like that I was able to take a balanced approach. You know, running back in the fourth round, I'm I'm kind of okay with that in order to get a guy who I think could be could easily be a top 12 running back you know it's it's not a move that I would normally make but I felt comfortable enough with the quarterbacks and Devontae Adams to take Darius to take Darius Geis in the fourth round yeah Yeah. I think I like it overall sorry go ahead James no I was gonna say the same thing I think I like it overall too obviously the running backs I think um is is kind of a weaker point but I kind of like Getting Mark Ingram where you did and uh, and and Geis is is fine. I I don't know, I don't know if I would have taken him that early. But I mean, looking at your running back core in general, I think I think there's some dice rolls there. As long as you have one or two of them pan out, you're okay. But I love the quarterback, the top two quarterbacks. Again, your receivers are are awesome. Um, I definitely like the receiving core. So I mean, I I I don't hate this team at all. That's super interesting because I don't really like your receiver core. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, I mean, so you just got Adams. It's old. Yeah, it's just old AF, man. Yeah. I mean, other than Adams, you got Baldwin, Fitz, Dez, Crabtree. Yep. I yeah. mean, this is like your receivers are in win now mode, but then you've got young quarterbacks and your your running back core, Geis and Derrick Henry and Devontae Booker are pretty young. I mean, Ingram's old, but it's just kind of a yeah. it's an interesting mix. I like the team. 
but I'm not as I'm not as comfortable with the wide receivers. Obviously, long term, I'm sure you aren't long term either. I mean, Fitz and no. Dez and Crabtree could be useless to you 12 months from now. Um, so with my team two, uh, that was the Todd Gurley, Matthew Stafford, Leonard Fournette team in the first three. Um, and so this was this ended up kind of being my weight on wide receiver team. Um, so I didn't take a wide receiver until the fifth round. Um, so I'll just kind of run through it here. Uh, quarterbacks are Matthew Stafford, Tom Brady, Blake Bortles. Running backs, Todd Gurley, Leonard Fournette, Jordan Howard, James Conner, Theo Riddick, Spencer Ware. Receivers, Alshon Jeffrey, Jamison Crowder, Golden Tate, Marquise Goodwin, Mike Williams, Marquise Lee. And then I got George Kittle as my tight end in the 15th round. 15th round. Um, had we gone longer than 16 rounds, I definitely would have grabbed another tight end uh, to pair with him. But So I weirdly ended up loving this team. Um, I went heavy quarterback, heavy running back, and then I feel like the, the value I got, the value and depth I got at the wide receiver positions in round 8 through 12 I think was pretty awesome. I went receiver in... Round 8, round 9, round 10, round 11, and round 12. I went five straight rounds in wide receiver. So to try to make up for that uh, void I had created by only taking one receiver in the first seven rounds. And I, I don't know, man. I love this team. I, th- I like the way it turned out. I feel, I'm, I feel comfortable with the quarterbacks. I feel comfortable with the running backs, even though you guys made me take Jordan Howard in the seventh damn round. <laughs> Unbelievable. Welcome. I really feel like you guys colluded before we started this and just <laughs> refused to take Jordan Howard until he fell to the seventh freaking round and Travis has to take him. Um, but I like Jordan Howard. I let me well, let me backstep a second. I don't uh-huh. like Jordan Howard. I don't like Jordan Howard. Oh. oh. Um, <laughs> I like Jordan Howard's outlook for one year potentially. I think he could get volume uh, to remain fantasy relevant, and that's a good thing. Um, and then, yeah, I don't – Jeffrey, Crowder, Tate, Goodwin, Mike Williams, and Marquise Lee is not the sexiest wide receiver core, but, man, two, three, four of those guys could could absolutely be productive for me, and then I think this is a contending roster. Yeah, honestly, I I, uh, I, I think it's interesting because I, I don't – I don't know that I love it as much as you do. Um, I don't know. I To me, I It's I the best have... roster in the entire world, James. It's, a, it's the best roster, <laughs> the best roster in the entire world, and Travis has Blake Bortles and Jordan Howard on it. So that's it's saying something. It's the anti-Travis roster, but I still yeah, <laughs> because well, because they're value picks, right? Like Bortles in the sixth and Jordan Howard in the seventh. Yeah, I mean, that's, no, and that's jo- all about value, look, right there. Jordan Howard in the seventh, I like. I uh, here's the thing, I I don't like Stafford in the second. I think you took him over some guys that I probably would have taken over him, but uh, ultimately I'm okay with that. But then when you take Brady in the fourth, I'm expecting that young quarterback because you know who who knows how much longer Brady's got, right? And then when you take Blake Bortles as the guy that's going to fill his shoes, I I get a little worried about long term, um, what this team's going to look like, but. Um, that being said, I, I, I definitely love your running backs. I mean, Gurley, Fournette, and Howard is your third running back I, I really like. Um, receiver-wise, I, I think you have depth. I'm just worried that you don't have – I mean, you're, you're going to have to you're gonna have to play matchups on a weekly basis. And to me, that, that always 
I'd like to have one or two elite options. And I like Alshon Jeffrey. He could be that. But I don't know that you have another guy that's going to be that. I think you're going to have that depth and you're going to have to play matchups and that sort of thing. And that's okay. I just don't know if that is viable over the course of a season or, you know, um, yeah. So I guess I guess that's my concern with this roster build is that, you know, the, the receiver depth is good. I don't know that you have the top end talent that I would like. And then I'm worried about, you know, with an older, an aging quarterback like Brady, kind of who's taken over with, with Bortles. But um, ultimately, I don't have a problem with the value that you got on that pick either. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think it's an interesting roster build for sure. So I took Bortles over. Uh, let's see. Oh no, I'm sorry. I took I took Brady over Mahomes. Would you have Would you have switched those? Would you have taken Mahomes over Brady and gone Stafford Mahomes Bortles? I don't know how. I mean, the upside's there, but I don't know how much better that would make me feel about my quarterback group. Yeah, I I don't really have a problem with where you took Bortles. I guess I would have looked for a younger option um, instead of... No, I mean, Brady Brady versus Mahomes. I took Brady in the fourth, and Mahomes went two picks later. Yeah, no, and and, and again, I don't don't hate that pick. I really don't. I would rather have Brady if you're in win-now mode. Um, and Mahomes, there's there's still some question marks there. And I took Mahomes, so I, I'm, I'm telling you, I think there's still some question marks there. But if I did take Brady in the fourth, I think I would have gone with, like, Sam Darnold or someone, you know, a younger, higher upside guy than Bortles, in my opinion. A guy who, you know, maybe and, – and maybe it's not maybe it's not Darnold, but maybe there's a guy that's younger that went a little later in this draft. I'm kind of looking – as we speak, and uh, and yeah, maybe well, had, if you Lamar Jackson, if you're high on him, someone like that, um, just just because I, I mm. kind of see the inevitable coming with Brady, and I I wouldn't feel comfortable using Bortles as a starter in a super flex league. So that's that's my my concern. Fair enough. Okay, what do you think, John? Yeah, I agree with that. I think my biggest concern with this is, well. I've got a few concerns with this team, and definitely the the quarterback youth is a little bit of an issue. Um, the The running backs are those are oh man the, those are guys that I personally have a hard time trusting um, going into this year. All three of them, to be totally honest, and then the wide receivers. Man, again, there's no wide receiver one there. Um, there's some there's some decent PPR options, I'll say that. But I I think there's just a a fundamental difference in the way that you and I value a few of these guys. So, um, you know I I can't pick on it too much because you know it, that just turns into like I said. I mean the difference in why do you how hate we value why do you hate running backs, John? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why do I hate all running backs? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't. No, I don't all of mind Gurley and valid. Fournette. Fournette and and Howard. I agree. Are guys I'm not like I'm definitely going to reach for. I don't think Fournette in the third is a reach, and I don't think Howard in the seventh no. is a reach. I think those were. I really felt like those were kind of guys that fell to me. Um, yeah, those aren't those aren't reaches at all. They're just guys that. They concern me going into this year, you know, and and there's there's not a whole lot to base it on as part of the problem. I mean, there these are these are all great value. I mean, especially 
even Gurley, you know, as much as I don't want to take running backs in the first round, people do it. People do it all the time. Todd Gurley has a very good chance of going first overall in a lot of startups. And so, I mean, the fact that you got him with the fourth pick, like even that's a good value. It's just that, man, these guys, all three of them make me nervous. I don't know if if any of those three is going to make it through the entire season healthy. But, I mean, there's no way to predict that. That's just that's just kind yeah. of a hunch on my part. All right, well, James, what do you think about your team two here, man? Uh, yeah, well, uh, my second team, I'll, I'll run down right quick. At quarterback, I ended up with Matt Ryan, Ben Roethlisberger, Tyrod Taylor, and Chad Kelly. Um, at running back, I ended up with LaShawn McCoy, Jay Ajayi, Duke Johnson, Kalen Balaj, and Giovanni Bernard. At wide receiver, I ended up with Odell Beckham Jr., Julio Jones, Brandon Cooks, Travis's favorite pick, Sterling Shepard, and Anthony Miller. And at tight end, I took two, O.J. Howard and Austin Hooper. Um, so real quick, this team was built um, around pass catchers, and that was kind of the theme. Even the running backs that I took are going to be guys that can catch balls out of the backfield. Um, and so that was kind of the way I built this team. Um, I really like the receivers that I got. I mean, obviously I'm, I'm, you know, high on, you know, when Brandon Cooks is my third receiver, I'm, I'm liking that. Um, I like Sterling Shepard as a fourth receiver and Anthony Miller as a fifth. Um, so I definitely like the receivers there. The quarterbacks worry me a little bit. I mean, Matt Ryan's okay. Ben Roethlisberger is getting up there in age and, uh, and you know, him in the sixth is, is, I don't feel great about. Um, Tyrod Taylor and Chad Kelly as well. I mean, Tyrod, I think, has some fantasy value, but I don't know that I love him as as a, uh, a bi-week replacement, especially if those bi-weeks are later in the year, um, because I, I just don't know if he's going to be starting later in the year, even though he does start more than eight games, Travis. Um, and then Chad Kelly. Um, so I don't feel great about the quarterbacks there. The running backs, again, are pass-catching backs. Normally, this is not... I, I normally don't look for pass-catching backs, even in PPR. Um, I kind of like a back that uh, can stay on the field for rushing downs, too. And I think guys like Duke Johnson, Giovanni Bernard, um, maybe what Kalen Balaj ends up becoming are those pass-catching backs. And uh, and so this was a different team build for me. Ultimately, I don't hate it. Um I, I, I like it better than my first team, but I, I don't I don't love it. I mean, there's still some question marks there. Again, I don't feel good about having uh, Big Ben as my QB2 and nothing really as far as a young quarterback to take over for that. Um, and uh, like I said, the running backs to me, there's some question marks there. They're, they're good PPR guys, but I don't know that I, I like relying on that. Um, so yeah, I'm interested to hear what you guys think. Oh, man. I mean, I... <laughs> Uh, it it's tough because here I am talking about, you know, you don't want to go too early with the running backs, but this is kind of the argument for taking a running back kind of early. Um, I, I mean, I, I like Kalen Balage is a great value where you got him in the 13th round, but beyond that, the, the running backs are a little tough for me. That's interesting. I thought you'd be all aboard the uh, Jay Ajayi train in the, uh, where did I get him, the eighth on this team. Yeah, that's not bad value, but I mean, there were still, there were still some guys I'd rather have out there, I think. So, spoiler alert, James, this is your favorite roster? Yeah, yeah, this this kind of is, um, 
Yeah, I guess this is kind of my favorite team. I'm, I'm worried about the quarterbacks like, for sure. It doesn't sure. have to be your favorite. James. Well, no, <laughs> it 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 that tells you what I think of the rest of my teams. Um, no, I I actually I don't I don't like I, I don't mind with Sean McCoy in the fifth round. Um, I think uh, he's definitely an aging an aging back, and that concerns me a little bit. And then getting Jay Ajayi where I did, and then some of the other pass catching running backs. I mean, I I'm worried about the running back situation. I'm a little worried about Big Ben, but ultimately, I love the pass catchers I got, and I think this team can can compete right away. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I don't hate this team at all. Yeah, I love the wide receivers. My only concern, so this format: two wide receivers, two flex, and uh, which means Sterling Shepard and Odell Beckham start on the same roster that that's a i mean that's a that's a pretty nitpicky glitch but um that's uh that's a concern but that's until anthony miller flashes so i think the it's i mean it's it's hard to be mad at beckham or duke Jones johnson or Kalen balage what's that or duke john he could flex duke johnson or or balage potentially depending on how that works out Oh yeah, in a PPR, I don't, I don't know that you would want to, but I mean, it's a possibility. Yeah, so I don't, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I don't really love this team. I love your receivers in the, I yeah. mean, the first three picks. I'm not a big Sterling Shepard fan, but that's just particular. I don't know. I think my problem with this team, James, might honestly be the individual players that you selected. I'm just not a big fan of. Um like Sterling Shepard, Jay Ajayi, OJ Howard, um, Kalen Balaj, uh, Austin Hooper. Those are all just, I don't know if it just happened to be luck of the draw. Those are just guys I don't like. Um, but, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I mean the, uh, the, the QB depth is worrisome. Um, but you know, you've got a year to a year to two to three years with big Ben to try to sort that out. Um, and you've got you've got the wide receiver core there for sure to carry you a little bit, but your running backs are not ideal. Yeah, I th- I think again I think this team is win now mode. Um, I think if you can start Odell Beckham, Julio Jones, and Brandon Cooks, Matt Ryan and Ben Roethlisberger have have you know Ben Big Ben has has another year with Sean McCoy and Jay Ajayi. You know, like John has has spoken to. J.J. is in a contract year. Um, he thinks the Eagles are going to run him into the ground. If that happens, I think he's a more than capable running back, too, for one year. Um, with LaShawn McCoy, I, I like that. And out of O.J. Howard and Austin Hooper, I need a tight end. And as far as the flex goes, yeah, I can kind of figure it out between Sterling Shepard, Duke Johnson, Anthony Miller, Kalen Balazs, and Geo kind of on a week-to-week basis. So I, I don't I don't hate it. I think... I think ultimately it's a win now team, but yeah, for the future there's there's issues. I mean, there's there's things that need to be fixed, but I think this is a team that can compete with a one two year window um, right away. So that's kind of why I liked it. But yeah, I think this is definitely a playoff team, and uh, I, man, get the right hot streak, or you find the right running back off of waivers, and and you can make a run for sure. Um, just with those wide receivers and and the quarterbacks are good enough all right so my second team and it started with Andrew Luck and from there it it was all about mitigating that risk that I took by drafting Andrew Luck with my first pick so my quarterbacks Andrew Luck Cam Newton and Dak Prescott and those were my first three picks just to make sure that I had the quarterback position figured out 
And then from there, it was all about the PPR, taking taking advantage of point per reception for me. So the wide receivers, Adam Thielen, Jarvis Landry, Demarius Thomas, Cooper Cup, Pierre Garçon, and Alan Hearns. And that's a ton of targets between that group. So that was the reason that I went with those guys. This is, man, this team is really interesting to me. The the I, I don't think you guys are going to like the running backs. They're a little iffy for me, but again, these are these are PPR guys: Aaron Jones, Tariq Cohen, T.J. Yeldon, Austin Eckler, Rex Burkhead, and Amir Abdullah, and then Hunter Henry at tight end. So again, you know, I I took on some significant risk with Andrew Luck, and from there it was all about getting that point total back up with lots of targets, lots of catches at every position. So I guess my main my main question here for you, John, and me and you obviously are both on the Andrew Luck train, but given how taking him in the first round, I mean, you admittedly altered your your draft strategy. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it worth it? I mean, that's really the question, right? Like, you took him in the yeah. first, and so you felt the need to go quarterback quarterback again after Andrew Luck in the in the next two I mean your first three rounds were quarterbacks I mean do you do you think it was worth it the opportunity cost that you gave up drafting the Cam Newton and, and Dak Prescott in the second and third over I mean you took Cam over Julio and and Adams yeah. you took Prescott over Allen Robinson uh, amongst other, you know what I mean? Like you, larger, larger scale viewpoint here. Like is Andrew Luck, even though we both like him and we both think that he's going to bounce back and do well, the fact right. that it makes you mitigate that risk, is that, is it worth that pick? That was kind of my, I, I think that was kind of, my hypothesis was going into it was it probably wasn't. But when I look at how this team turned out, I think that it probably was, to be totally honest. I mean, if we if if we get what we think, what you and I think we're going to get out of Andrew Luck, then all of a sudden either Cam or Dak becomes trade bait. And I, and I don't know that I need a whole lot. Like, I could upgrade at running back a little bit. But, I mean, I feel, I feel comfortable with my wide receivers. It's deep. And like I said, there's a lot of PPR points there. And then my running backs, I think, I mean, well, you know how I feel about Aaron Jones. And the rest of these guys, you know, whoever is the most likely to catch some passes out of, you know, Tariq Cohen, TJ Yeldon, Austin Eckler, even Rex Burkhead and Amir Abdullah are guys who I I believe are going to have roles. So, I mean, I think that this team came together in a way that made the pick of Andrew Luck worth it. Um, I th- I think that, I mean, it, it does suck that I had kind of went into a feeling like I have to mitigate risk, but I mean, I adjusted the strategy to take advantage of, of the PPR. And I think that I put together a, a good enough roster that, you know, worst case scenario, I think that this is still a playoff team. And in the best case scenario where Andrew Luck more than justifies, you know, his draft slot, 
man, all of a sudden this team has some trade bait too. Yeah, that's that's interesting to hear you kind of break it down. To me, when I look at your roster, this is the exact reason why you don't take Andrew Luck in the first round. I mean, just real quick, if you sub Andrew Luck out and you take Zeke Elliott, which is the player that went with the next pick, you mm-hmm. would have Zeke with Cam and Dak, as well as Adam Thielen, Jarvis Landry, all these guys that you had, except you would have Zeke in that running back group. Mm-hmm. And now, yes, maybe Pierre Garçon doesn't go there. Maybe it's Sam Bradford, you know, a guy who went in that round, or Ryan Tannenhill. And you don't feel as good about your third quarterback. But with Cam Newton and Dak Prescott starting most weeks, now you have Zeke that you can add to this group? Dude, I, I feel 10 times better about this team if that was the team built. That's just me personally. I know you're not, you're not uh, uh, a guy who likes to take running backs high, so I, I understand how you feel this way. But to me, man, I mean, if I could have had Zeke with Cam and Dak Prescott and those receivers, I would feel like this is probably the best team in the draft. But the Andrew Luck pick at the top, I think totally altered everything. And I think the running backs are what really kind of scare me here. And it's not that there isn't some depth and some upside there. There is, but man, you're you're swinging for, you know, I mean, you're really hoping to mine gold with one of these guys. And I don't know that it's there. So that's my only problem with the team build is that I, I think it's okay. I think you're right. You break it down. And I think it can be a decent team, but I think it could be so much better if luck wasn't the pick there and someone like Zeke or David Johnson was. Um, that's just, just my thought when I look at the roster is that I feel like the rest of this team build outside of luck being the first pick is, is, is good. All right. So team three for me, um, this was my late round quarterback team. I tried to see what a team would end up like if I didn't draft a quarterback in the first few rounds. I ended up going four rounds without drafting a quarterback. Um, and I really ended up liking this team as well. Um, so break it down here. I ended up with Drew Brees, Alex Smith, Case Keenum, and Mason Rudolph at quarterback. Um, wide receiver, I had Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, Christian Kirk, Josh Doxson, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, and then running back, I had Ezekiel Elliott, Joe Mixon, Royce Freeman, Chris Thompson, James White, and Bo Scarborough. And then I had Trey Burton at tight end in the uh, 13th round. So... I don't, man, I don't, I'd love to hear what you guys think about this team because I really, really like it. And I didn't think I would, um, just waiting four rounds to take a quarterback. Uh, and obviously the quarterback position isn't the most solid, but I mean, I've got Drew Brees for two ish more years. Alex Smith is a solid QB two. Case Keenum is a match, a good matchup play. Um, Mason Rudolph, I'm not really counting on, but could provide some upside in the future. But, I mean, to get Zeke and Joe Mixon and Royce Freeman and then Keenan Allen. and So my first four picks were Zeke, Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, and Joe Mixon before I took any any quarterbacks. Um, I think that's a solid start. Um, I thought I was able to get a couple other good values with Royce Freeman, Christian Kirk, Josh Doxson. Emmanuel Sanders in the 12th I thought was pretty awesome. Um, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not the strongest team. Definitely not at quarterback. I could use some more running back depth. Um, in the middle rounds, I would have preferred that. And my wide receivers, I mean, I've only got five. 
and that could that could pose an issue at some point. But yeah, what do you guys think about this roster? This is uh, this is easily my second favorite team of yours. Um, I mean, the the first one is the one you're going to talk about later, and and for very obvious reasons. But um, I I mean, I was really skeptical of taking Ezekiel Elliott in the you know ahead of guys like David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Alvin Kamara in a PPR league, but I I I think that you kind of make up for that with the wide receivers that you that you did get. I really like your depth at running back, um, and I, I like the ability to play matchups, and I think that the, the quarterbacks are definitely good enough. Um, and uh, Drew Brees, to me, is, is somehow ended up in sleeper status just because he got so old. But, I mean, he doesn't – he's not playing like it. And I think they're going to lean on him even more with Mark Ingram suspended for the for the first few games. I I, I I like Drew Brees as a quarterback one, and then you've got the option of Alex Smith or Case Keenum. You kind of play matchups there. So, yeah, this is a strong playoff team for me. Yeah, I agree. This is my favorite team of yours, Travis, and I, I really like the way this team kind of came about. Um I, I definitely think that uh, that Drew Brees is a quarterback one too. I like having the depth of Alex Smith and Case Keenum. I mean, you don't expect huge numbers from them, but you can kind of play matchups with them, you know, if all works out correctly, and uh, and you can have a, a good QB two uh, every week, and I, I like that too. Um, I love the the running backs of Zeke, Mixon, Royce Freeman as a third running back. I think is good, um, I, and I like the receivers. You know, Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, uh, Christian Kirk has that provides that youth. Um, that you like. Josh Doxson's a guy with a high upside, uh, and even Emmanuel Sanders as your fifth wide receiver is nice, so I like the team build. I like the way you came away in it. Awesome. So does this need to be a, a larger conversation at some point? With I mean, we all like this roster, and yet this is the, the weight on, this is the late round QB roster, and we're, I mean, we're always talking about how we're, you know, we're all trying to get some of those top guys in those round one, round two. Yet this team, we all really like this team. So, I mean, what do you guys think about that? I mean, does this need to be a conversation about, like, maybe we need to reconsider waiting on quarterback? Or did I just get lucky in the two or three values that I got at at quarterback in this particular draft? I mean, so a couple things to that. First of all, I, I think that you probably got lucky to have those those that particular group of quarterbacks fall to you. But the other the the big problem with this roster is it's headed for a total rebuild. You know, Drew Brees and Alex Smith, their their expiration date is very close to the same. So all of a sudden you're going to be looking at, you know, hopefully Mason Rudolph has a role by then. And you're kind of hoping that Case Keenum can hang on here in Denver. But, um, you know, it's going to come to a point where, and and it doesn't seem like there are really some young quarterbacks on the way. Um, It seems like this draft class was kind of, you know, blow your load all at once. And now we've, we've got a couple guys coming out next year and 
there's there's there isn't going to be nearly as much um, talent coming into the league for the next couple of years. So, you know, there there isn't really an opportunity to rebuild the quarterbacks anytime soon. And then so, you know, once you lose Drew Brees, you lose Alex Smith, then, you know, all of a sudden you have to start trading away some of these other guys to rebuild your quarterback situation. And it's it's going to turn into a, a little bit of a dumpster fire all at once. That's kind of the concern. But, I mean, it's a, it's a win-now team, and I like that part of it. But, yeah, as far as the zero quarterback, I mean or, you know, the later quarterback, the the guys that you did end up with are very, very short-term. Yeah, I think a little bit more to that point, too, is that I think you have enough youth at running back and wide receiver that in future years, you know, building as far as this team build goes, you can take a shot on some quarterbacks coming out. And you're, you're right, John. I mean, the, this draft seemed like it had four or five quarterbacks that a lot of people liked for fantasy. And maybe in the future, that's probably not the case moving forward. But if you could get, I mean, you know, a quarterback or two, even move up for a quarterback or two, um, just a young guy to take a flyer on, I think that might be the way to go considering the youth that you have at the other positions. I don't think that you'll need to address those, um, you know, as, as recent as you will quarterback. So, uh, I think with the team build, it kind of, kind of works itself to where in the future you can kind of really try to build with getting some younger quarterbacks in, in the rookie draft, or maybe even making a deal for one later down the road. So if I, if I had taken instead of Drew Brees, if I had taken Mitch Trubisky in the fifth, would that change the overall outlook of this team at all for you guys? Yeah, it would. And I wouldn't like it as much, to be totally honest. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that this this roster, and I mean, it's all based on how I feel about running backs. You know, I feel like they're a short-term proposition. So I think that if you put together a running back core like this with with Zeke and Mixon and Freeman... It, you you need quarterbacks who can help you win right now and again you know to me Drew Brees is kind of the perfect fit it's just that I mean again I, I think that Drew Brees and Alex Smith have kind of the same expiration date and I kind of think that Ezekiel Elliott and Joe Mixon are gonna are gonna expire right around the same time so you know it's gonna kind of leave you with gaping holes in your lineup but in the meantime I think that you've got a strong contender. So, yeah, I I think that Drew Brees belongs on a roster with Ezekiel Elliott and Joe Mixon. I guess that's kind of the bottom line to me. All right. So, yeah, we're on Team 3. And um, Team 3 ended up at quarterback with Deshaun Watson, Jameis Winston, and Baker Mayfield. At running back, uh, Saquon Barkley, Ronald Jones, Kenyon Drake, Marshawn Lynch, and Garrett Bunt. Uh, wide receiver, Josh Gordon, Jordy Nelson, Calvin Ridley, Michael Gallup, Cameron Meredith, and Dee Dee Westbrook. Uh, tight ends, Rob Gronkowski and Mike Gusecki. And um, so, the, look, this team is 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 a hot mess. And <laughs> I, I tell you what, I, uh, I uh, look, the person that drafted it, it's, it's that guy. Let me give you some background on that guy. That guy is the guy who's buying the hype. That guy is the guy who's overreaching for players based on name value. He's not really concerned with recent production. He's 
concerned with the name. He's buying the latest hype. He's that guy. And I can't I can't explain that team, guys. So <laughs> if you guys wouldn't mind, if you guys want to welcome in that guy to the podcast so he can explain this team, I would appreciate it. Uh, what do you guys yeah. think? Let's feed him some four <laughs> loco snow cones and see what happens. <laughs> Yes, oh, hey, bro, it's about time you have me on the podcast. Somebody who knows what they're talking about. Don't you guys let me get Deshaun Watson, Jameis Winston, and <laughs> Baker Mayfield, bros? You guys even take good quarterback? Dude, the Sooners. <laughs> I got Saquon Barkley. You guys let me get Rojo from SoCal? Dude, Kenyon Drake, Marshawn Lynch, and LeGarrett Blunt, bros. Come on. I get Josh Gordon. You guys know who Josh Gordon is? The guy's only, I don't know, a superstar. <laughs> I get Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson, dude. You guys think he's Oakland, so he's going to suck? I'll bet you. Calvin Ridley, the guy's the best receiver in the draft, and you guys give him to me? Michael Gallup? Oh, I don't know. He's number one for the Cowboys. How about that? Cameron Meredith and D.D. Westbrook? <laughs> guys, come on, bros. And then to top it off, you give me Mike Gusecki and Rob Gronkowski, bros. Really? Did you guys even draft guys? Did you guys just take guys or like, close your eyes or pick them out of a hat or something? <laughs> Bros, I'm out of here. <laughs> Off to drink a protein shake. <laughs> I, oh I don't know. Man, that team is a hot mess. I don't, I don't get uh, it. Um, uh, I, I don't. I don't dude, know. John, it's, it's to you, man. <laughs> uh, that is awesome. That guy's name is probably Robbie. I, that's what I'm going to guess. <laughs> it is R O B, and his last initial is E, so he goes by Robbie. <laughs> so right. yeah. It's Robbie. Rob Dash E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's it. Uh, draft douche is awesome, and I really don't think he put together as bad of a team as you think. That's probably the most frustrating part what do you guys yeah well, let's get to that what do you guys <laughs> actually think of this squad moment, because I, i'm i think in the history of this podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i loved every he's, second he's a good guest <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. uh, yeah this guy would totally win a championship i and that's that's the most frustrating part oh, about God, this. No. this is a championship roster Especially with the the ego that's behind it, yeah, I would totally win it. I completely and disagree. I don't like this roster at all. Really? Oh, I mean, the, the wide receivers are rough. Yeah, they but, suck. Man. The yeah. running back, the running backs suck too. No, you got Saquon I, and nothing else. Got Rojo. Exactly. Yeah, the Rojo hate is strong with bro. that one. So. You got Saquon, no, Joe, and you got a bro. you got a thirty seventy shot of of Rojo, and then you got nothing. Uh, okay, you still have Marshawn Lynch, nothing. Who is that's the that's the bulk. I I would love to see Chris Warren take that job, but right at the moment, your bell Dude, he cow just, he just in Oakland might. is is Marshawn Lynch. Uh, yeah, eventually, bell but, cow man. Ugh. Yeah. It's Marshawn Lynch. He wasn't the bell cow last year, and then they bring in Doug Martin and Chris Warren, and they still have Jalen Richard and DeAndre Washington. I don't see bell cow in that situation at all. I, don't, I mean, I don't have I don't much know, faith man. in Wh- Kenyon Lynch? Drake. LeGarrette Blunt, LeGarrette Blunt could be a drop candidate week four. I mean, 
I don't see. I don't see that either. I think really. I yeah. I think Blunt has Man. a role there, and I think that I mean a touchdown score, if nothing else, same as he was in New England, and same as he was in Philadelphia. I think he's he plays that same role in Detroit. The one thing I'll say about Marshawn Lynch, I've never been a fan, even when he was with Seattle, but um, he just doesn't, I, I don't know. To me, he just, he like encompasses everything that is John Gruden, you know? Just seems like a John Gruden type of player that he would use, even though. So does Chris Warren, though, dude. <laughs> no, he does. He does. Obviously, and I think, Chris I think, Warren's I think, I think like John job. said, I think long term, I think long term, Chris Warren is the answer. I don't know that he walks in as an undrafted free agent and starts. No, um, that would for be sure. my only no. thing. And that's yeah. what I, I was just going to say. Chris Warren's a long shot in this situation, but I just, it just, it, just, it's just too muddied for me. And Marshawn Lynch is at the very, very tail end of his career. I mean, none of us even expect him to be in the league nine right. months next from year. Now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, he he had some good. He had some good play last year, but, I mean, he wasn't anything special. He wasn't like the old Marshawn Lynch, and now they bring in more competition. I just – I'm not counting on that for any sort of, like, fantasy relevance. Uh, I mean, granted, he's your RB4, so, I mean, there's some, some safety in that, but I don't like your RB2 or 3, really, that guy. <laughs> yeah, ultimately, there's a lot of risk here, in my opinion. I mean – uh, Saquon Barkley that high, Deshaun Watson, um, I think is risky. Gronk at number four overall. Uh, and there's a lot of rookies, you know, Baker Mayfield, Ronald Jones, Calvin Ridley, Michael Gallup. I mean, you're counting on a lot of these guys. Mike Gusecki, you're counting on some of these guys to actually uh, Saquon you know, Barkley. become what they're supposed to. Yeah, well, and, and Barkley I'm not as concerned about, but at, at the 1.08 when you're taking them over guys like David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell, there's, there's a risk there, right? So... Um, I just think that there's a lot of risk on this team, and that's why I don't I don't like the build personally. Uh, I I still like it. I mean the the wide receivers, oh man you you've got to get out of Josh Gordon what everybody thinks he's going to be, and I don't know for sure that that's going to happen. But I mean, if he does, this this team is going to be fine. I, Dude, I think there's that, a legitimate. There's a legitimate scenario in which mm-hmm. all five, all six of these wide receivers are unstartable this season. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's that. No, that's true, actually. But that's crazy. Uh, yeah, Josh Gordon. We all know the issues there. Jordy Nelson, mm-hmm. he could not have it anymore. Calvin Ridley's a rookie who a lot of people are questioning. Uh, his is, I mean, he, he probably will be usable in like a wider, I mean, worst case wide receiver three kind of aspect, but Michael Gallup, we all maybe expect volume, but we don't know. He's a rookie too. Cameron Meredith could not even have a role on that team. DD Westbrook could not even have a role in that team. Like there's a legitimate chance. I mean, it would all really have to break really bad for, for that guy in this draft, but all six of those receivers <laughs> could not be reliable starting options this season that's that's pretty crazy yeah there's some definite definite risk there but i mean i i feel like you can find some guys first of all like there always are guys who you know they last year it was robert woods and marquise goodwin and you know there there are all these guys who who start off the season on waivers who end up being 
you know, very, very valuable uh, dynasty, or at least for the season, they end up being very valuable. So, I mean, there there's some opportunities still for him to find some guys, and maybe they're already on this roster. You know, just as much as Cam Meredith could not play a role at all for the Saints, he could also be, I mean, he, he could be the answer on the other side of uh, Michael Thomas just as easily. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right, John. I think, you know, Travis, you laid out the worst case scenario. And I, again, I don't really love this team build. So I'm kind of thinking along the same lines as you. But if you look at it objectively, there's a best case scenario where Jordy Nelson does still have it. And Josh Gordon is a wide receiver one. And ca- between Calvin Ridley and Michael Gallup, you get, you know, a usable rookie uh, wide receiver three and Cam Meredith works out. And I mean, there's a lot that has to break right for that to happen. But, I mean, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle, which, I mean, doesn't leave me loving the team, but it doesn't leave me hating it either. So, I don't know. I mean, I I, I think there's more. I'm more concerned about the running backs. You're relying on a lot of rookies at running back two. I mean, your top two running backs are rookies. Um, You know, how are they going to hold up to a 16-game schedule when they're used to playing 12, you know? I mean... That to me, like that, those are the kind of things that I'm concerned about. You know, is Gronk going to stay healthy all year? What are you going to get out of Jameis Winston? Is Baker Mayfield going to be startable his first year? Like, I have a lot of other questions, but yeah, I, I, I think that there's, there's a lot of risk in both ways. There could be some reward too, if everything breaks right. But I think that's too much risk for me to, to like this team, Bill. Yeah, I love the running backs, but all right, we'll, we'll move on. Um, but uh, nice of. Uh, draft douche to kind of hijack the podcast for a few minutes there (laughs) all right my third team i had uh i started off with antonio brown mike evans and then uh Derek carr was my first quarterback this is probably my least favorite team even though i feel like it's probably this this could definitely be oh okay this this isn't my least favorite team uh it was boring to draft this team but I do think that this is a pretty easy playoff team. With Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Stephon Diggs, Robert Woods, Chris Hogan at wide receiver, Derek Carr, Phillip Rivers, Ryan Tannehill, Brian Hoyer, and Kyle Walletta are the quarterbacks. And then at running back, Rashad Penny, Isaiah Crowell, Carlos Hyde, C.J. Anderson, Kenneth Dixon, and Zach Ertz is a tight end. And uh, to me, this is just kind of a solid team. There's nothing real. Well, the the wide receiver. I love the wide receivers. I personally like the running backs, but I know that that's they're kind of an acquired taste. <laughs> and uh, yeah, to me, this the quarterbacks I think are good enough. Yeah, I I don't I don't hate the quarterbacks here. I like the receivers. The running backs, I, I'm not a Rashad Penny believer, so I, I I mean, I get it. I understand where he went. I mean, I don't think it's terrible in the seventh round. You get a guy who was taken in the first round of the NFL draft that may see some opportunity. But the reason why I don't hate your running backs because I, I kind of like Crowell where you got him in the ninth and Carlos Hyde in the tenth. I still think those guys have value, at least for this year. C.J. Anderson's a guy who just signed a four-year deal um, in Carolina. So, I mean, there's some value there. So I think... I think you hit on some of the later picks at running back to where I don't feel so terrible about it. I mean, they're not high-end options, but when you have Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, and Stephon Diggs putting up the numbers they're going to put up with Zach Ertz and a PPR, um, I don't know that you need a ton out of that running back situation, whereas I think Crowell and Hyde and C.J. Anderson can provide kind of 
what you need there. Um, so I, I don't hate it. I, I kind of like this team for you, John. I think I'm generally in agreement there with James's take. I don't love the quarterbacks. Uh, I'm not a big Derek Carr fan. Uh, I love Phillip Rivers, but he's a uh, short-term option. Ryan Tannehill sucks really bad. Uh, <laughs> and then you've got some, some dart throws. So, yeah, I mean, you've got enough, I think, where you might be able to, to make it work for a couple years. Wide receivers are awesome. I love your wide receivers here. Ertz obviously is a good um, grab. Your running backs are pretty poor. <laughs> but like James said, I mean, any one of those five could hit. Any two or three of those five could hit at any sort of decent rate. And, and you're cooking with grease at that point. So can't really – yeah, I, I, like, I like the general overall team, I think. I've got team four here, my last team. Um, this ended up being my zero running back team, kind of. Um, so I went so I went quarterback, quarterback, and then wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver in the first five rounds. So I went Russell Wilson, Marcus Mariota, Amari Cooper, Corey Davis, and then Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, so quarterbacks, I've got Wilson, Mariota, and Dalton I ended up getting in the ninth. Um, I've got Mari Cooper, Corey Davis, Juju. I've got Nelson Aguilar in the 10th, James Washington, and Antonio Callaway towards the end there. And then so this is where it gets interesting, and this is where I think the strategy for me, in my opinion, ended up paying off, is I ended up getting Nick Chubb in the 7th and Sony Michelle in the 8th. Um paired with Alex Collins, Marlon Mack, Ty Montgomery, and Naheem Hines. So zero RB sort of until, you know, the seventh round, or I'm sorry, sixth round. But I feel like the running backs I ended up getting in the sixth, seventh, and then 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, I think there's a decent shot of two or three or four of those guys hitting a um, couple of them maybe even long term uh, a couple of them maybe just this year um, but I think there's enough there to make this roster a pretty competitive roster with the the quarterbacks I got at the towards the top and the receivers I got towards the top so I ended up kind of liking this roster a lot too what do you guys think yeah I love this team this might be my favorite team in the entire this entire draft and <clears throat> I mean, you know, even though I'm not a, a huge fan of Russell Wilson, I, I think that and and I feel like he might be headed for a down year here. But I mean, you put him with Marcus Mariota and you've got two easy top 10 guys. So, you know, you put those two together and, and you know, just kind of thinking of it abstractly, you're looking for a certain amount of points on a weekly basis at each position, and I think that those two combine to go well above whatever that target number is. Um, and then I, I, I love the receiving core. I think the running backs, this is exactly how you want to do it. And I this is all kind of a preference thing. Um, but, you know, the, the waiting on running back a little bit, look what it turned out. I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of Nick Chubb, but uh, or his situation anyways but i mean 
between him, Sony Michelle, Alex Collins, and you know the entire Indianapolis Colts backfield, you're going to get running back one numbers from somebody every single week. Yeah, that's that's I. When I look at this team, I really feel Travis that this team is is good enough to compete. Good enough to be to be competitive right away. I don't see a, like a championship team. I, I don't know, maybe a borderline playoff team with this roster, but I think this is a juggernaut going into the future. Russell Wilson and Marcus Mariota are both still young enough to be very good in four or five years. Amari Cooper, Corey Davis, Juju Smith-Schuster are both, are all, all three of those are young guys with high upside, especially guys like Corey Davis and Juju Smith-Schuster. And then you go to your, your first two running backs, and you, you have two rookie running backs that were both very highly thought of coming out of the draft in Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle. I think those are guys that have very high ceilings too. I don't know what their roles are going to be right away, especially Nick Chubb with Carlos Hyde there and Duke Johnson. But I think it's a, another guy who has a really high, really high upside. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, James Washington are guys with high upside. And Naheem Hines, I think, uh, with Marlon Mack, I think one of them projects to be a pass-catching back. And who knows which back this year is going to get the lead, uh, you know, a chance for the, the, lead, the lead role there. Um, Alex Collins is probably the favorite in Baltimore right now. To, I mean, Kenneth Dixon, I know. John is a Kenneth Dixon, uh, you know, truther, and I think he is the most talented guy there. But he's also working his way out of the doghouse there. So I think Alex Collins, uh, you know, is, is a good pick there. And um, so I just look at this team, Antonio Callaway. I mean, there's a lot of upside and there's a lot of youth. And I think that in two to three years, this is probably the team that everyone's going to be trying to beat. So um, I think it's an interesting team build. It definitely, there's something to be said for building for the future. And I think that that's what this team did. That's just kind of my observation on it. So you both pretty much just agreed that I just won the draft outright with team number four, right? Damn it. Why do you do that? I knew I shouldn't have. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have. As soon as I That's said. Why, this is why you don't say nice things. As soon as I said this was my my favorite team, I knew it was a mistake. He said it might be. It might be. I still think. I still think he said douchebag was a championship team. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the, so that, that guy definitely is the most likely to win a championship. <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of how it works, unfortunately. But okay, so I'm, I'm going to go to my fourth team here, and uh, and I'll run down right quick my roster at quarterback. I ended up with Mitchell Trubisky, Josh Rosen, and Sam Bradford at running back. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, Kareem Hunt, Lamar Miller. Jamal Williams, Corey Clement, and D'Angelo Henderson. At wide receiver, Michael Thomas, T.Y. Hilton, Kelvin Benjamin, D.J. Moore, Matt Collins. And at tight end, David Njoku and Greg Olson. And here is the interesting part of this team. This team build, when when I was on the clock, I went to my rankings, which you can find our rankings on DynastyFootballFactory.com. Click on rankings and click on Superflex. Um, I know all three of our rankings are there. I don't know if there's a fourth. I know there was. I know Shane was uh, the fourth. I don't know if that, that's the case anymore, but I know you can find all three of our rankings there. Um, so I went to my rankings, and I took the best available player. Um, now, this is where I learned an awful lot from this draft, okay, because I don't love this team. I, I really like my first four picks. The problem is is I realize that I am way too low on quarterbacks, and the interesting thing is, is I think on a lot of the quarterbacks, I was higher than both of you guys were in, in rankings. So 
that's what really opened my eyes was I thought I was pretty high on quarterbacks in my rankings, and it turns out that I might be too low on quarterbacks in my rankings. I don't love Mitchell Trubisky and Josh Rosen being my, my quarterbacks here in Sam Bradford. I mean, that's scary to me. There's some high upside and there's some youth with those top two options, but I mean, there's a lot of risk there too, and I don't, I don't like that that being the top quarterbacks on here. But, uh, I mean, like I said, getting Le'Veon Bell, Kareem Hunt, Michael Thomas, T.Y. Hilton, I'm really happy with. I'm happy with the, the receiver depth, the running back depth. Um, I'm not great. I'm not, I'm not super happy about getting two tight ends, but I went with my rankings. And, um, you know, Greg Olson was my highest ranked player at the time, so I ended up taking him even though I had Najoku. But if I didn't take quarterback um, in the fifth and sixth rounds when I did, which, by the way, full disclosure, I had other players ranked higher, but I knew looking at my rankings at that point, I wasn't going to draft a quarterback in this draft um, if I didn't take my top-rated quarterbacks back-to-back there. So that's why I did that. Um, other than that, all these were based on my rankings, and uh, and that's kind of where it fell. So I think this was really eye-opening to me that maybe in my rankings, I kind of have to switch some things up a little bit and move some quarterbacks up because uh, this, this kind of opened my eyes to it um, doing a startup like this. Wow, that's really cool. I did not know that you did that. Uh, makes me wish I would have done the same with one of my teams. Probably would have ended up kind of the same way. It's it's. I love that. I mean, it's interesting to see when you really put it into practice how – I mean, there's something to be said about how each draft is different and who knows – you know, you could have been drafting with eleven other guys, and you could have got some quarterbacks in the second or third or whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's super, super interesting, and I, I would probably, I would venture to guess that I would need to move the quarterbacks up in general, uh, comparatively to the other positions in my rankings as well, just based on what you were saying there. Yeah, and it's it's really difficult to do because while I'm sitting here taking these position players, I'm loving the guys that are there, and I'm looking at the quarterbacks going, man, I don't like them nearly as much as I like, you know, this player at their position, you know, this guy I have ranked as the, you know, my, my fourth running back or whatever, you know, my fourth or fifth running back that's here in the third round, and, you know, I'm looking at my 16th quarterback, but at the same time, you know, being that it's super fun, and, and again, you know, I was uh, on, you know, I, I was a slave to my rankings. I just stuck to the rankings pretty much, at least for the first four picks. And obviously, in drafts, you're you're probably going to adjust. You know, you're, I, I, at least for me, I'll have tiers. And when I see, you know, hey, quarterbacks, this this second tier that I want to, you know, a quarterback from is is drying up, I'll probably take a quarterback. And you know, I'll take the, the top rated one in my rankings, even though you know I might have a running back ranked higher, a receiver ranked higher. Um, but, I mean, just, just being a slave to the rankings, going by the rankings, it just showed me that maybe I'm too low on running backs overall. So, um, yeah, that was kind of my, my takeaway. John, what do, you, what do you think about this team? I really don't mind this team. Um, I'm, I, you know, some things have to go right at quarterback, obviously. But, uh, man, I, I, uh, I believe in Josh Rosen. I think Mitchell Trubisky could definitely be a serviceable quarterback, too. I think he could definitely fit your super flex. Um, I mean, it's not going to happen this this year for Josh Rosen, and that's kind of the tough part. You know, some of these guys on this roster are going to be good this year, um, and they're going to have to prop up the quarterbacks. But I think that uh, 
in the future this could be this could develop into a really good team it would be nice to see another quarterback on roster because you know you've got Josh Rosen you've got Sam Bradford so you've got the Arizona Cardinals locked up but you know one more guy for bye weeks would be nice but beyond that man I I don't I really don't mind this team there were there were a couple reaches um and uh it was a really cool strategy um a really cool uh experiment but uh yeah I, I there there are a couple things that it would have been nice if your uh, rankings would have allowed you to to change things up a little bit but overall i think i think this team is fine all right and i've got the last team here and i went running back heavy early and often and zero quarterback essentially so this team started off with uh four of my first six picks were running backs and these running back this running back group ended up being ridiculous david johnson Alvin Kamara, Melvin Gordon, Devonta Freeman, even better that it's in a PPR. And then Tyreek Hill and Will Fuller were the other top six picks. Um, so that gives me uh, my my top two wide receivers. But then it was finally time to go quarterback, and I had to take five of them in a row. Went Joe Flacco and Lamar Jackson to make sure I've got the starter in Baltimore. A.J. McCarron and Josh Allen to make sure I've got the starter in Buffalo. And then Josh McCown is kind of a bridge guy for me and a bye week guy. And then rounded it off with Kenny Galladay as my third wide receiver. Chris Godwin is my fourth wide receiver. Kyle Rudolph and Jordan Reed at tight end. And Chris Carson as my fifth running back. Not a lot of depth at running back, uh, but I also probably don't really need it with the four guys I already had. The quarterbacks are just gross. And honestly, the wide receivers aren't aren't going to be good enough. I think this, as good as these running backs are, I think that this solidifies to me that running back is kind of the the lowest priority. Just because, I mean, to me, this team, just based on the quarterbacks and probably the wide receivers man, this team might be drafting first overall, and then I'm stuck with yet another another running back unless, you know, Nikhil Harry or A.J. Brown actually ends up being, you know, the, the slam dunk consensus first overall pick in next year's rookie draft. It's interesting, John. I, uh, I'm i going to say that I, I am calling collusion, or not even collusion, I'm calling sabotage. I think that you sabotage this team. I do. I think you did it on purpose. I think you <laughs> knew that this was your pro running back team. And so you went, I, I'm going to take running backs high. And then instead mm-hmm. of, you know, addressing running back, maybe in, you know, the fifth round instead of another receiver, you decided, now. you know what? I'm going to wait on running backs because this mm-hmm. is a super flex league. And if I wait long enough, I'm going to end up with total garbage at, at quarterback. And then everyone's going to see that drafting running backs high is not the way to go. So I, I think you sabotaged this on purpose to show <laughs> us that you could end up with Baltimore's quarterback situation, Buffalo's quarterback situation, or like a 38-year-old Jets quarterback. I think you did this. So you would show us, you would you would strike fear in the hearts of everyone on what would happen if you took running back early. When in actuality, 
you could have very well instead of taking Will Fuller, you could have had you know Philip Rivers, you could have had you know uh, Ben Roethlisberger, somebody that was a little bit more serviceable than what you took, and you didn't. And I think I, I think that's what you did. I think you sabotaged it because I think that <laughs> through the first four rounds, dude, this team was looking real good, and I think you you noticed it and you went, wait a minute, how am I going to mess this <laughs> thing up? And and you figured out a way. You waited on quarterbacks so that way you could take Baltimore's quarterbacks. That's 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 my opinion on it. What do you think, Travis? Yeah, I mean for for waiting that long. I think he did a good job of solidifying two solid backfields as far as the quarterback position goes. Uh, it's not my favorite strategy. What? Oh, man. Man, I, I, I He's got I don't know, Flacco, Travis. Jackson, I don't know. We had him on the ropes. <laughs> like, dude, what are you, you going to do We had him on the ropes, point? man. You're drafting your first quarterback in round seven. I mean – Credit well, where the, credit and that, is I due. think it's of the problem it is. is that he drafted his quarterback in the. Of course, that's round, the problem. Man. I'm just saying, like, if you if you're gonna do that, you can't do it much better than back to back to back to back to back quarterbacks. He went five QBs in a row and managed to solidify the Ravens <laughs> and the Bills. I mean, you're gonna have to put you're gonna have to put two quarterbacks in there, and it might be, I mean, week oh, one it man. might be Flacco. Allen, Flacco, McCarron, week eight, it might, or week 10, it might be Jackson, Allen, but I mean, you, I mean, man, it's desperate, it's desperate times at that point, and John did a good job of locking down at least a starter in those two team in those two teams' backfields, so can't really blame him for that, I don't, I mean, the wide receivers, you've only got four, I don't think you've got a wide receiver one on your squad here, um, Oh, here comes I'm not the gonna go kill way hate. into that, but yeah, man. I mean the, I mean that that <laughs> offense. He's competing for he's competing for targets more now than he ever has. We don't know what Patrick Mahomes is. Patrick Mahomes is. Um, his targets have never been anything special, but yeah, I mean the 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 running back value you got with Gordon in the fourth and Freeman in the sixth. It's pretty nuts to add on to David Johnson and Alvin Kamara. I think that you hate that <laughs> start to your draft, and that makes it so much special, for, more special for me. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, but that's really the running backs are obviously a strong <laughs> suit. Quarterbacks might get you by if you play matchups well, and I would really hope. We stopped at. I mean, we stopped at round sixteen. I would really hope that in round seventeen on, you would be hammering your way at some upside wide receiver shots there to try to strengthen that a little bit. But yeah, I mean, it's not my favorite team. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I, for waiting that long, I think he did pretty well. And I, I mean, I really don't like the team. <laughs> like you're gonna have to blow that thing up pretty soon, I think. Um, unless you, I mean, you, you could, you could win now. I mean, Flacco's got a chance to be pretty decent giving, you know, his, come on, hear me out now. All right. Okay. I don't, I don't want to go crazy into defending Joe Flacco, but you sighed and said, Oh my God. When I said that he's got a completely revamped wide receiver core, not a single wide receiver that caught a ball last year for from Joe Flacco is on that team anymore. I might be exaggerating. Yeah, I guess I guess like my thing player, is is it, has has Flacco ever been a, a QB one in fantasy though? 
Oh, man. I could find out if you really want to know. I, I kind of do, just because I don't... I think he's been up there... I think he's been up there once. I wouldn't be shocked if he has, to you be think honest. so? I, I I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't expect him I'm to do it this year. I'll say that, but I I think that he's yeah he's capable. I think and my guess is without looking it up because I don't I don't do that. I'm on a podcast, not a not a <laughs> not a Wall Street ticker or anything. I'm just I'm out here just talking. But uh, so I, yeah, I don't do research, but. I, my guess is he probably has, and I think that he's yeah, got that. Yeah, see, I, I don't – that's just – I don't see it. I think best-case scenario for you is Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen end up starting. And Lamar Jackson probably only starts if Flacco gets hurt. Um, but I think I think that's that's your high upside there is if yeah. those guys start. And even if they take some bumps and bruises, um, you know, growing pains, that sort of thing, that's probably I, – I can't see Flacco and McCarron – I mean, I, if I got to start those two quarterbacks in a super flex, honestly, if I have your team, I'm probably only starting one. I'm probably starting another position at super. <laughs> oh, flex. come on! Who are you starting? I'm serious. I'm serious. I, Ken, huh. Kenny Galladay. I would start Kenny, Kenny Galladay. Kenny yeah. Galladay over. Yeah, I could. No, maybe you would start. Yeah, maybe you would start AJ McCarron. <laughs> if he's a starting quarterback, I would absolutely one thousand times out of one thousand times start him over Kenny Galladay. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't do that. I I one hundred percent would. I I think I would too, but I mean <laughs> the it's a it's a fair point. I don't think that I could pull the trigger on that. I think that I would have to start McCarron, but um, it, I I think that the big problem here because I I do I love the upside of Lamar Jackson whenever that happens, and Josh Allen. Man, for 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 all that we crap on this guy, he still he looked like going into the uh, 2017 college season. He looked like the best the best quarterback in the nation at times. So, I there's there could be a ton of upside there at quarterback. My problem with this roster is the fact that I mean we've and we've talked about this with a couple of these guys, Melvin Gordon and Devonta Freeman. You know, they the cliff is coming fast for those two guys. David Johnson has dealt with injuries. I I don't personally feel like there's any kind of trend there, anything to glean from that. It's not like it was leg injuries or anything. And Alvin Kamara just had the most crazy efficient season ever in 2017 so i mean this is a running back group that you know seeing on paper it looks great but you know there's a chance that i lose all kinds of production at running back well before i get you know the the upside of lamar jackson and josh allen so that is so true dude i don't know maybe i am transparent here but on the whole the whole roster the whole build yeah. So yeah, I mean, maybe it is transparent. I was kind of trying to make a point here, but um, I, I, and I, I mean, I think that if I had done this with Team Two or Team Three, it probably w- would have looked pretty similar, to be totally honest. So, so I, I just, I, I know it's, I, I know it's fun to draft running backs, and I know it looks great to have David Johnson, Alvin Kamara, Melvin Gordon, Devonta Freeman all on the really same roster. It really is fun. 
but it's gonna lead <laughs> yeah it, it i'll be honest it was fun to draft this team and, and imagine putting all those guys on the roster together but at the end of the day i mean this is this sets me up for a lot of struggle in the future and the timelines of these of the positions aren't just aren't going to line up you know right about the time that Tyreek Hill and Will Fuller finally hit their stride and Kenny Galladay breaks out you know Kyle Tyree Rudolph and Jordan Reed are worthless and <laughs> boo this man so for, for the record man. for the record I, well <laughs> we just go back to Flacco for a second he was QB 10 in 2010. In 2010. That was his best best fantasy finish. There we go. So he was a yeah. top 10 quarterback once. One time. He seven finished, years, seven seasons finished ago? QB 13 once, QB 14 once. He's got a few seasons between 16 and 18. Uh, but yeah, QB 10 one time. What has he been recently, just out of curiosity, the past few years, yep. if you have it up? <laughs> well, let's see. <laughs> Somewhere in the 30s. Um, QB 24 this past season. Uh, QB 20 in 2016. QB 26 in 2015. So yeah, not so hot. Not so hot. Uh, And uh, 2014 QB 13. So 2014. 2014 was like his last decent year. 3,900 yards. 27 touchdowns. Uh, he had two rushing touchdowns that year. So we're we're talking the last three seasons. This guy's been a low end QB two. Is that what we would say? Yeah. I mean, he was twenty, twenty four, and twenty six. So, and that that could be your QB one in a super flex. It ain't pretty, man. There it is. Twelve teams, sixteen rounds, super flex PPR, and we'll wrap it up there for the week. But we want to uh, thank you all for listening. We would ask you for one more quick favor, if you would. If you would subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, if you haven't already. And uh, if you have, then give us a rating and review. It helps us to improve the content by expanding our reach and uh, getting more people involved in the conversation. So, uh, Which helps us really focus in on the topics that are important to you, the listener. And hopefully a Superflex mock draft is one of those topics. So if you would uh, rate and review, we'd really appreciate that. In the meantime, you can send us your trades on Twitter, at SuperflexTrades. We can help with uh, retweets, get you more comments, get you more advice, and even talk about it here on the podcast from time to time. And while you're at it, just follow the Superflex podcast account as well, at SuperflexPod. James is at... DFF underscore the brain. Travis is at Travis NFL. I'm at DFF Dynasty Dude. The entire Dynasty Football Factory at DFF underscore Dynasty and the Dynasty Football Network at DF underscore Network. Thank you to our great sponsors. Thank you to Heart and Soul Radio for this the intro outro music, the addiction song. And above all else, thank you again to each and every one of you for listening. And until next week, bye. bye.